Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. I'm Will Sickles from BusyParentGuide.com and welcome to the Busy Parent Guide first ever podcast. In this podcast, I wanted to discuss an issue that all of us parents face in the early years of parenthood, the nap battle. Why do our kids fight naps? We know how good naps are, right? If given the chance, we probably would take one. But our kids fight them. Why? You know the answer. You probably even did it yourself when you were a kid. I know I did, right? I'm sure you can remember back when you first discovered how awesome a nap was. For me, I think it was right around high school. That's how long it took for me to realize how good a nap was. Before that, there was just way too much to do, right? Well, your child is in the same mindset. There is way too much to do and too much to see to take a nap. They don't have time for it. But of course, it's our job to convince them otherwise, right? It's your job to convince your child otherwise, and to actually get them to take a nap. You see, at around 18 months, toddlers may go from two naps to one nap per day. That's what my daughters did. The experts say that two to three-year-olds should get 10 to 12 hours of sleep per night. That's per night. And an additional one to two hours of sleep during the day. You see, at these ages, well, from just born to all the way to, you know, three years old or so. And, you know, of course, beyond that, but especially those ages, your child's body is developing so much. They need their sleep. There's so much going on in those little bodies and so much development going on that they need a ton of sleep, even if they're giving you signs otherwise. In Parent Magazine, sleep expert Mark Weisbluth, author of Healthy Sleep Habits, Happy Children, He says naps facilitate your toddler's cognitive development. He says that your child's stress rate drops during a nap and your child wakes happier, more alert, and better prepared to learn and explore. And I could see that that happening in in my own daughters. You know, when they take a nap, they are different people. So as we can see, napping is very important for your child's development and their state of happiness. But, of course, that doesn't change the fact that it's down, a downright battle many times, right? So here's my deal. Here's my story. My youngest daughter is now about two and a half. She thinks she's five years old, but that's a different story. She fights naps like no other. She fights naps like it is her sole purpose in life. She's even stayed in her room by herself for over two and a half hours at a time, talking to herself and keeping herself from from sleeping. She, She would do anything she could to keep herself from falling asleep. That's what my situation is right now. Um... And I'll go into what I've done to, to try and fix it. But So I'm very interested in finding ways to get my two-and-a-half-year-old to nap easier. So what did I do? I, because I'm in this situation, I did a little research. So what I found and what I've even started implementing are five tips to help your child nap. So I'll 
talk about the five tips I have to get your child to nap. Ready? Here we go. Tip number one, set a routine. What do I mean by this? I mean, treat nap time just like bedtime at night. Set a routine every day, or for our case, since our kids go to daycare, every weekend day. Make sure the nap is at the same time every day. Make sure the nap is in the same place every day. Or, you know, at least do these as often as you can. Come up with a routine. Treat nap time as you would bedtime at night. Make sure your child is, you know, doing all the things, calming down before nap time, you know, at least 15 minutes before nap time, make sure they're calmed down, they're not running around, make sure they're reading a book, you know, all of this will help your child transition into nap time better. You want them, you want their energy levels to calm down and, and, and easier transition into that, that nap time. And if you set a routine, their bodies and their minds are going to expect it to happen at the same time every day. So that's tip number one, set a routine. Tip number two, quiet time is okay too. Notice I just said okay and not just as good because quiet time is not just as good as a nap, but quiet time is second best to full out sleeping. It's not as good as nap time, but much better than no nap and no rest at all. This is what my wife and I sometimes have to settle for lately with our two-and-a-half-year-old. Two She'll stay quiet in her room, like I said, even for two hours, two-and-a-half hours at a time, but never fall asleep. Most days, she seems okay later on in the afternoon and in the evening, as long as she has this quiet time. And then she goes to bed earlier, giving us much less of a hard time when we put her to bed at night. We have put in the energy of three and four hours, the struggle, and work to get her to finally nap, but that's pretty much at the cost of our sanity. I don't think it's worth our sanity unless my two-year-old proves that she can't handle just having quiet time. If she repeatedly flips out at, say, 6 p.m. after just having quiet time and no full-fledged nap, which she has flipped out before but not it hasn't been on a consistent basis then yes I would say maybe it's worth putting in three and four hours to get her to full-fledged nap but so far she doesn't do that on a consistent basis so I've experienced quiet time is is okay you know so keep your sanity settle for quiet time when you have to set your child up with a book or two or some quiet play you know maybe in their room where there's no other stimuli Maybe dim the lights, make sure that the noise is kept to a minimum, let them, you know, let, let your child have this quiet time for an hour or two and see how they react in the afternoon and the evening. See how it works. Okay, so that's tip number two. Quiet time is okay too. Tip number three, embrace the blankie. What do I mean by that? Well, your child may need a special blanket or even a stuffed animal to help transition them to nap time. It's okay, as, you know, as long as they're at least one year old or older to avoid SIDS, of course. But if they need something special to help transition them, you know, embrace it. Work with it. You may even try to get an association going with your child and their you know, quote-unquote sleep object. Some children will learn to associate their special blanket or stuffed animal with sleep. 
If so, then that's awesome. Great. Go with it. I know what happens with us. My five-year-old will often want, you know, even up to three stuffed animals with her uh, when she goes to sleep. I can tell that these stuffed animals make her feel comfortable, so I embrace it. I go with it. And, you know, my daughter will often change her preference over time as to which stuffed animals she wants, and that's okay, too. I just, I now know it works, so I go with it. So embrace the blankie. That's tip number three. Tip number four, stay firm. This is so important, especially for working parents. Trust me, I know. It's so easy to just back down on nap time and just hope that it happens. After all, you know, we're sleep deprived, we're stressed, we're overworked, we're hungry. The last thing you want to do is go to battle with your two-year-old to try and get them to do something that they're not set, you know, that they're set on not doing. But I stress this, stay firm. It's for your child's own health and well-being. It's also for your sanity. As soon as you back down on nap time, your child will learn that they can always have an out. You know, they they learn so fast. They learn that so quickly. If you stay firm, then they'll learn that it's something they must do and it's not worth fighting mommy or daddy because they'll not get their way in the end. They'll learn that. So as long as you stay firm, it'll get easier, I promise. And, you know, they'll learn that, that it's a, that's not worth fighting. Stay firm, stay consistent. It'll benefit both of you. So that's tip number four, stay firm. Tip number five, time it right. Timing is so important here. This tip is tricky to implement, but you should be able to eventually find out your child's sleep cycle. You know, pay attention to to their sleep cycle. Their bodies should be more open to sleep at a certain point of the day, just like yours, versus other times of the day. You want to make sure you're not trying to put your child to sleep when their body is telling them to be wide awake. This is a recipe for disaster. So pay attention. Pay attention to what time of the day your child's body is open to a nap. Okay? For our two-year-old, it's usually around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Her lunch is digesting and her body is slowing down. Many times she'll even lay down on the floor for a couple seconds when she's playing. And that's a huge sign to us because she never stands still. So... As soon as she lays down on the floor, that's a huge sign to us that her body is ready for a nap. So pay careful attention and read the signs that your child is giving you. Okay, so that's tip number five, time it right. So those are the napping tips I had for you in this episode. I can tell you for sure that I'm no expert in this area. My two-year-old still fights her naps big time, so... To, to the point that when I know she must sleep, I'll, my go-to is I'll put her in the car and drive around. That's our fallback. Call that a bonus tip for you. When all else fails, put them in the car and drive around for 10 to 15 minutes or put them in the stroller, you know, walk around for 10 or 15 minutes. It works for us. If you have any other tips, please, please share them with us. Driving around is not ideal, so I would love other alternative suggestions. All right? Thanks for listening. I hope to, uh, I'm going to be putting a lot of more podcasts out there, free podcasts out there for you. So keep on the lookout. Until then, I'll talk to you soon.